I know, so it is the second day in the month of June 2020. And great and exciting things are happening. At the same time, a lot of anger and rage out there, especially in many societies, starting from the United States and even right here in Canada. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm Stephen Bobby, right here, 85.5 Masterclass Radio, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. It is currently 20 minutes past a half, 7 o'clock, and the weather is only 10 degrees. Bright, sunny, and windy out there right now. Now, talking about the hangar and protest that is out there, believe me, I want to say two things. Do it safely, and remember, social distance is still in effect. Stay safe out there, everyone. And now, welcome to the spotlight. Time to hear directly from the hottest. Today, hard away from Charleston, South Carolina, in the United States, is a recording artist by the name of Indigold. His naturalistic type of voice is the reason I call him Mr. Natural. No harder tune, no effect, and that is what natural music is supposed to sound like. Right here. Now, welcome right here, and I want to say thank you for joining me today. I want you to please go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Indy Gold, that's my artist name, uh, but my real name is Thaddeus. Um, but I've been recording and making music for about 10 years now on a serious tip, like actually trying to put money into it, investing into the career and performing and yeah. trying to actually take it to the next level. Um, I've been here in Charleston, South Carolina for about two years, but I was born in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And, um, so all along the East Coast, um, I love soul music, highly inspired by Andre 3000 and Lil Wayne. Those are just like two of the best lyricists I think we've come across in our era as far as music is concerned. Yeah. And um, I just love music. Like everything is everything is deeply rooted in music. I think us as, as humans and people, we, yeah. we move in music. So. You know, I want to be able to give a good vibe and good music to the people. Right. So speaking about bringing good vibes and good music to people, let's take it to the next level and ask random people to listen to you. And I can guess they will say two things, good or great, maybe. Now, naturalistically, you have the voice. You know, I want you to tell me more about your naturalistic way of singing, or it's just your own style. Um, it's a lot of it's my natural voice. Um, I have like a, I get pitchy sometimes, but like I have like a more of a, a slightly deeper monotone voice. Yeah. Um, so just learning to like bring my air in through my stomach and just little things that real singers do, like people who actually like hit high notes you know they have different breathing techniques and stuff they use so i did things like i went on youtube and i had friends that sing and they were able to give me certain like tips on how to control my breath so i can get the most out of using my natural voice yeah. without having to put all the extra you know stuff on it like on the mix and the editing that kind of you know i think sometimes it hides from people's vocal range yeah. when you put that on there because it hides their real voice you know i respect it but it's like you know i, I find a lot of comfort in the natural right. sound personally <laughs> wow now when you look at narratives from different artists you know so many artists today take this whole thing like a calling it's like the calling of jesus christ all the calling of the pop you know it's like they were born to do this you know it's like music is in them or they are music themselves how would you describe your passion for music? 
Oh, my passion for music runs deep. Um, my mom was actually, my mom and a couple of my uncles, they were in a band. Um, they were in a band and it was called the Playboys and my mom was like the Playgirl, but they had like a whole funk, old yeah. school, 1970s feel. So my passion is, 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 is in my blood, you know, and I, I've tried, you know, I went to college, I, I taught school for some years. Yeah. I've always implemented music. Like everybody who knows me knows I've always I've always been highly musically inclined as far as the hip hop and things I do with my voice. I don't know how to play many instruments. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm a little dusty with the trumpet, but um, for the most part, <laughs> lyricism is my thing. So, and I, I find that energy moves through words. So yeah. when you speak, you're creating a vibration that's giving people energy. So. I try to master that as much as I possibly can so that I'm making sure I'm giving good energy to people, you know? You know, having a family background, when it comes to music, to me, that is an added advantage. Not everyone has that advantage or has that opportunity to have that musical background. Apart from that, what led you into the music industry? Um, what led me to kind of really take it seriously as far as getting into music? Um, it was really just going through life, to be honest, and needing needing a a way to get my like get my feelings out and get any anger or any type of emotions that I had, and being able to properly channel those emotions into a point where I can show other people that you know they're not alone in certain situations they may go through. You know, so once I saw the power in that, and like it started off with poetry, so people read the poetry then I started putting the poetry behind a beat and then it was like you know I found I got used to hearing my voice on a microphone and it just took from there and I just keep it real with myself and I think the more I keep it real with myself the more I find out about myself as a as a rapper a singer as an artist so it just pushes me to keep keep wanting to grow and get more because I feel like I get I see myself grow as an artist a little bit more every song so it would be foolish to stop now you know that's how I look at it. <laughs> that's true and I can agree with you 100% on that you know it is impressive to know that you grow it's a growth pattern not everyone has that how much does your parental background play the role in your music today 100% because um, if it wasn't um, more so my mother and my brother because um, if it wasn't for them I'd you know, I don't know where I would be. And they also helped me keep it real with myself and my message yeah. and, you know, how I, you know, present myself as an artist outside of how people know me personally. So because of them, I'm able to carry myself in a certain light. So I give them 100% credit. Well, listen, how crucial and important mother's heart. You know, I miss my mom. And at the same time, a lot of people I've spoken with on my show give props and prospects to mothers. How crucial and important mothers are. Now, if we look at naming and branding, I'm a big fan when it comes to naming and branding of a product. I'm the type that would judge a book by the cover. Yeah, I'm a big one like that. You know, I'm the type that would listen to an artist just because they have an impressive name on it. And listening to their work is like, wow, what a good name. Bad music. All for singing, all for rapping, whatever. But looking at your name, Indie GXLD, what is that? I'd like you to play a stromo light on your name. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, 
Like, I get that a lot, you know, that it's something different, and then when people hear it, it's like, you know, indie gold, but um, it basically represents independent gold, yeah. and um, I feel like you have to reach inside of your soul in order to get the good, like, if your soul was a metaphorical pot of gold, you have to reach indie gold to get to your soul, you know, so that's where it all came from, like, if you say indie gold real fast, like, indie gold real fast, indie gold. You know, so like you have to reach in your soul. And to me, I think gold is like pure gold before rappers put the diamonds in it and do all the extra. Like real gold is a very pure thing, you know. So I think if you reach into that as a human, yeah. that you kind of find a little bit of your essence. So that's where that's what it turned into. Uh, but it originally came from independent gold. Like I'm an independent artist. I'm doing my own thing. No manager. You know, I'm not opposed to management and things like that, but everything I've done has been just through me putting out the lead work to have to do so. So it's been really a big journey. And I thought about changing my name so many times and not really changing it, but kind of either cutting off the gold or cutting off the indie, but it's who I am. And um, I feel like the X, I changed the X to a O. Slight. One reason was for copyrights, to be yeah. honest. And the second right. reason is. Like, you know, I feel like our paths cross in life, so. Wow. If every artist spend a lot of time creating good names, just the way they should be creating good music today. Believe me, the world of music would be a better place for a lot of us to listen to great music right here. You have some philosophical expression to your name, especially the part where you have the X on your name, which means our path crosses each other. That is creative right there. I love that. Now, let's look at freedom of speech and freedom of expression. I believe this has given a lot of musicians the opportunity to say anything or come up with anything in the name of music or lyrics and say whatever and just get away with it. No implications, no fat checks, no nothing. Just say anything. It's all freedom of speech when it comes to music. How much of this do you think has been abused today? It's, I think it's on two spectrums. I think on one side, a lot of people um, take that freedom of speech and they use it to actually give knowledge and give information. And they use their voice in order to, you know, try to be agents of change. But then on the opposite spectrum, you've got people who have that whole mentality where it's, I can say what I want to say, so why not say anything? And they're not giving any regards to the people who's listening to them or watching from them or learning from them. So I think they abuse it, you know, and like just like with everything that's going on with, um, you know, rest in peace to the family of uh, to George Floyd and his family. Right. And um, with everything going down here, you kind of see that kind of dilemma happening with things like protests. Yeah. You have one side where people are really being. They're sharing their voice, they're using their voice, they're using their, their message and unity and love. And then on the other side, you got people who's taking the opportunity to bash and spread the negativity. So I think it's a 50-50, but I, I think that's very, very, very important. Yeah. Listen, I'm still speaking about expression and freedom of speech. You know, there's a lot of generalistic and randomized words that are used today. One of them is haters and bitches. You know, some of these words have been overused. An example is that how come so many musicians do not point things out, narrow things down, be specific. Who are you talking about? Call them out. 
Don't generalize. For example, I don't like your music. Does that mean everyone is a hater or play a hater? Just because she doesn't like you doesn't mean all women are now bitches. Just because she dumps you or ended the relationship doesn't mean that all women are now bitches. Or you got in one night stand. All women are now awesome. You know, generalistic statement like that is absurd. Do you believe most of this expression are being overused in today's music? Oh, very much so. Because um, it's easy. I think that's very easy to put yourself in the corners, me against the world, you know? Yeah. But like one thing I think about is like, you know, that was Tupac did something like that, but he was able to take aspects of that kind of like he was able to take the n-word the b-word and all these other derogatories but he was able to flip them into a point to where we're learning from them but nowadays people are abusing that you know every woman is a a b or h and, yeah, yeah. you know everybody my everybody that i chill with is my n-word you know what i'm saying so like we just continue to give power to it and so i think as long as people are seeing that that's what the the, the people that the musicians are idolizing yeah. that's the language they're using you know so if they see that's how that's what's making them get rich yeah. and i got some b's and n's and h's around me too i talk about it so it's it's you know it's kind of a it's a trap i think man <laughs> spotlight here directly from your favorite artist in calgary alberta canada and across the world the spotlight on 85.5 masterclass radio available on tune in the spotlight we talk reality all right so welcome back right here hitting the gold right here on the spotlight i'm steven balmy right here now is there a time where you ever thought of music as a waste of time oh never 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 even if i wasn't making music even if i wasn't making music it's just listening to music has gotten me out of so many mental spots and it helps me kind of transmute my emotions i don't feel alone when i listen to music yeah. so it, i don't think it would ever is it would never not be worth it to me like even if it was no monetary if nobody ever heard it and i'm that like one of my good friends we talked he's talked about it even if i was that old dude giving my grandkids my cds and stuff like that you know just so they can hear it i would still be making music I'll, I'll never ever feel like it's it's for not you know when it comes to the bragging right and street credibility you know way back then it used to be how much records or how much concerts how packed your audience are for you to be a big time recording artist right now apart from commercializing and monetizing your music what is one of your objective and goals for your music? My, my main objection, honestly, is a connection um, in a world where we're separated by color, we're separated by religion, we're separated by all these things. I think it is beautiful that the one language that we all have is music. So if, if I'm able to put be even a small droplet in that bucket, to create some kind of change by using something that I feel was given to me by God, which is just my heart and my mind and how it connects with music. If I'm able to use that to benefit myself, I, I think it's strong enough to benefit other people. So beyond money, that's my number one thing is that, you know, you're not alone. Like people aren't alone and you can put your struggle and you can put, you can, you can make a song to make someone feel like they're on the moon. 
Yeah. You know, like you can make songs like basketball players before they go play their music, before they go play ball, they put their favorite songs in their headphones and they zone out. You know, and I think the art, like that's a, that's a lot of power, and I, I really I really like that, and I want to use it in the right ways. You know, when it comes to music and everything, one of your most impressive songs I've heard was Scars. You know, before we go on and play that, I want you to tell me a little bit what's the ideology behind this song right here, Scars. Definitely. Um, so first off, I definitely appreciate you for playing the song, and I appreciate that you like the song so much. Um, but basically, like in the first, the first verse kind of puts it all out there. We connect through pain amongst so many shared emotions, you know, and I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. Like there's so many emotions that we share. But personally, I feel like when I've shared my pain with somebody and they share their pain with me, I feel like we connect on a different level because you're being vulnerable. You know, so as we sit on the moon and we talk about scars, as we talk about our stars, reach out because they're not so far because sometimes you you feel like the stars are far but it's really your perception like you might be closer to those stars than you think you just gotta open up a little bit more and so i think through conversation people being open and honest with who they are as people and us being able to share that dialogue amongst each other as humans despite your color race john gender whatever yeah. i think that is like one of the major keys that that bring unity amongst humanity and people so that's what scars pretty much yeah, is all about man yeah. just being honest about your pain yeah. and letting you know that i know that because i'm a human and you're a human you have pain too and you're not alone as we sit on the moon and talk about stars reach out they are not that far come close let me feel your scars babe we sit on the moon and talk about stars, reach out. They are not that far, come close. Let me feel your scars, babe. We connect through pain amongst so many shared emotions. You are not insane, different both, same oceans. The weather forces, waves that toss and turn That locomotive, stay in motion Try to control it and regain composure Love is motive, know we scared and soaking But we still got it We must believe and we must feel about it Even though people still die Never reroute it, don't deter your plan Or you may never land As we sit on the moon Talk about stars. All right, so that was Hindi Gold with Scars. Right there, brand new music. Some natural, natural vocals on that song. Now, Hindi Gold, Scars. You know, so many people have been through a lot. You know, I don't know what you or many people out there are going through right now, but we all have that moment in life where we have left with anything we can consider as scars you know for many people that might not understand the poetic nature of what that song represents to me it is more like a healing process that we all have to go through but before that can come through we all have to talk about it and that is the scars 
Now, what kind of world do you think we will have when people come together to talk about issues, you know, regardless of race, gender, or ethnic city? What kind of world will be projecting out there? Oh man, I think it would make the world a, a beautiful place because a lot of people, because you don't talk about it, you don't think that anybody, you don't talk about it because you don't think anybody else feels that way. But when you find out that there's millions of people that feel the way you do, it kind of makes it, it makes you kind of think like, okay, well, if, if this other million people are feeling the same way and they're making it i can too you know it, it can't be that much difficult for me we all have our different journeys and it's not going to be as easy for some of us as others but i just think it all starts in the dialogue and me letting that next person know that i see you as a person and i hurt i've had pain i know that you've had pain i can't tell you how to deal with it but i just want to let you know that i feel you you know and that and i think that means a lot that means so much more then silence, you know, silence can be very dangerous sometimes. Right, you know, so many people have been through horrible things in life and at the same time, it has made them afraid of falling in love or going through certain things over again. Do you encourage any of this in your music? Oh, I wouldn't encourage, but encourage it, but I definitely know that it's a thing. Um, I've experienced that myself. You know, you get jaded sometimes when you, you go through things like love, yeah. You might you might get jaded, you might get hurt, you might get played, or you might do something wrong and your karma catches up to you. You know, so oftentimes when you go through those things, you might not want them to, but they're gonna change the way you go about things like love and, and relationship because you're gaining a little bit of a scar about it. You get a you, you kinda that tra traumatic experience almost. But sometimes, you know, love is a beautiful thing. If it goes well, it goes well. Yeah. And then you create those nice, beautiful love songs, you know. And then you got the other spectrum where it's like you gotta, you just need to vent. You gotta get it out, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, True. you know, I think on both spectrums. I think on both spectrums. I try to promote as much love as possible and information about love as possible too. Now, with a rising protest and things going on in the United States and other places around the world today. You know, do you agree with the current state of protests like looting and so many people burning places down? You know, how they stand the emotions and anger that is going on right now. But do you agree with what is really going on out there regarding to the type of protests we all see on TV or even on your street today? And I agree with it in many ways and i disagree with it in many ways um i believe that there's always a different way to go about things i mean we're in 2020 yeah. and even though every and once again like i said rest in peace to george floyd and the family um everybody who's coming together there's a lot of unity that's coming out of it but on the on the opposite spectrum there is a lot of misguided anger in this situation i think people are taking this opportunity to kind of use this as a punching bag type of situation rather than coming together and putting forth a conscious effort to try to force some actual you know political regime change or whatever we may need to do we're just not thinking straight at this point some i think in in some aspects people are and then on other aspects people and, and they're rightfully i believe they're rightfully so to be angry but we do need leadership in this type of time. And I think if we had leadership, we would be able to organize this to a point where the 
the news stations and all these people they're not able to tell us when we're having these protests the people yeah. are doing them on their time and on their accord with with some leadership and some organization so I think that could be a beautiful thing. Um, I, I do stand and I do support everybody who's protesting. Um, I support them 100%. Um, it's unfortunate that the rioting type of thing and the looting happened. Um, I don't agree with that at all, um, but I do understand it. However, I'm 100% I'm behind the protests and I just hope that we continue to move forward and when we move forward with this, that we, we, we organize it statewide state by state worldwide everybody who's involved that they take it as an organized front rather than something that's creating a little bit of ruckus and even more tension yeah so how would you describe your own hunger like personally how would you describe your hunger for what is going on and what has happened to the likes of george floyd and the likes of orders that have injustifiably died in the hands of law enforcement I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm, I live in Charleston, South Carolina, so South Carolina, uh, Charleston, South Carolina is one of the oldest, um, has one of the first and oldest like slave trade routes. So there's always been like a kind of, you kind of always see that back and forth with the race or that back and forth type of dialogue with the people and the police force in the South so much because a lot of the roots of what made the South are still here. Like there's still statues, there's still buildings, there's still all these things that went down. So I get why people and myself included do have like a little bit of a, 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 dis, a disdain about this stuff. You know, I'm not particularly angry because I have so many more things that I could be angry about. My, like life is okay. Like even though we are going through these moments we still have to take a step back and like thank the god that we have air in our lungs and that we are able to stand up for somebody who can't do it so i think that's what gives me my hunger is the fact that i'm able to stand up in a way for whether i like you know people say my people or i stand up for everybody in any way that i possibly can uh, by by giving my voice and the fact that I'm able to do that is what gives me hunger to keep doing it and people listen and it just kind of it grows and so as it grows and I see other people around me that are doing the same thing there's several artists here in Charleston South Carolina particularly that are taking this by the reins and they're they're doing wonderful things as far as uh, the protest is going and they're keeping it peaceful but they're also using their voices in order to make sure that we are heard yeah. on on this side you know when it comes to racism discrimination and stereotype you know the injustice against the african-american kid today it is more favorable to be injustice and injustice has been served to the african-american community over many years so many of which i can't even have a timeline to call rest in peace to the likes of george floyd and a whole lot of others that have died unjustifiably in the hands of law enforcement but now let's look at the psychological effect of all this you know it is not just law enforcement what about other nations that discriminate biased and even stereotype to dehumanize the african-american community as a black man you are more actually demeaned for being black they treat you based on how they see you 
they dehumanizes you even before you try to prove yourself that you are worth living in a civilized society. You know, it is hard being an African-American man in a civilized Western society today. Racism, injustice in the hands of law enforcement that is supposed to be protecting the rule of law. The Spotlight, hear directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio, available on TuneIn. The Spotlight, we talk reality. Right, so Hindigold, do you think Donald Trump is responsible for all this? Oh, no. It's, this is years and years. This is bigger than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is just the, he's just the current thing that we have to put our focus on. And we, he's, a, he's a current person that we can put a blame on. Yeah. You know, we don't, the people who are really making the moves for all this stuff are, we'll never know their names. We'll never see them. Like these, these are the, these are the corporate, like, you know, it, it gets deep. But yeah. to, to make the answer short without saying too much, uh, Donald, <laughs> uh, I, I definitely don't think that he's 100% to blame, but he's also not helping the situation by any means Yeah. by how he's going about it and how he's carrying on. Yeah. He's even being funny on Twitter about it. So, yeah. you know, I don't think a president should have a Twitter in the first place, but, you know, who am I? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I definitely don't think he's 100% to blame, but he's he's not helping at all. Let's get back to your music, Indigo. I'm impressed with your <laughs> That's awesome. That's, that was a good conversation, though. You have to have. We have to have that kind of conversation, especially like you're in Canada. I'm yeah. here in in Charleston, South Carolina. So like, this is a wonderful type of dialogue. And like, I hope anybody who watched this, like, because I didn't expect for this to go that deep, yeah. and like like so I, it's, it's wonderful to see your perception on it and, and to hear that you see this too and like that's just a beautiful thing to me man it makes me yeah. so happy just to know that it's it's really spreading out here like right. people really do have thoughts on it <laughs> and now back to the music right here here is How Sugar by Indigo we'll be right back stay with us Baby, let me be the Andre to your Erica. You can be my prototype, baby. You can mold me. I'm out of this world, so I may need you to show me. Many ways to make a compromise with a human life. I'll get it quickly. I know we can get it right. But that thing with me and you, we need to do it twice. Lady, you the truest nice, won't you on the bluest night Under the stars, as we burn a few to life Two for these scars, we all get a few in line You make it worth it, deep under my surface You give me reason to search for my purpose My heart's on my sleeve when I used to be shirtless You got me You got me Alright, so that was Hindi Gold with Oh, Sugar You got me Yeah <laughs> Can you describe any performance anxiety that you might have experienced either in the studio, on stage, or anywhere? Please tell us about it. Uh, to be honest, um, I just recently, over the last two years, I've started performing live, like, a lot. And so when I first started performing, um, I was very nervous just because I wasn't sure how people were going to take my music. Because, like, I'm in the South, so a lot of the music is trap music. A lot of the music is upper, a lot of the music is like upper, upbeat, super, you know, radio style music. And a lot of my music is introspective, like you have to kind of listen to me, you know. So I've had to be very particular about the places I perform, like I perform in intimate settings, but 
as I've like grown as an artist, my portfolio's grown. Mm. I've performed more. It's been like extremely easy to get on stage, and like now I've learned to just be myself on stage and yep. kind of just ride the flow of it. Like I have a lot of videos on my Instagram of um, performances. And you can kind of see over time how I went from kind of being nervous, standing in one spot to moving around the stage and, you know, engaging and talking to the people. So it's been a good journey to kind of shake that bug off. Have you wondered or asked yourself why you see a lot of artists on stage this sweat? <laughs> you think this is because of the alcohol? Do you think it's because of the, the heat? There's no heat. This is minus 20 degrees. He's sweating so hard. You know, we look at performance anxiety a lot. Like that guy must be going through a lot. You know, it might be the lights. It might be the lights. I know sometimes, you know how they say have the lights on the stage? They produce a lot of heat. No, they don't produce a lot of heat. <laughs> <laughs> The Spotlight, here directly from your favorite artist in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and across the world. The Spotlight on 85.5 Masterclass Radio, available on TuneIn. The Spotlight, we talk reality. Right, so welcome back. Now, Indigold, how would you describe one of your favorite performance moments? Uh, my favorite performance uh, was actually a couple months ago, um, another rapper here in Charleston named Abstract That Rapper. Um, he's actually really good and a big motivation for myself personally. Um, he threw an event where he handpicked a few artists to have 30 minute sets and it was like a very intimate setting. It's like 20, it was like maybe 30 to 40 people in a, in a nice small type of venue and the turnout was just amazing. It was my first time having a set over 15 minutes so I was able to I was able to, you know, kind of create a whole vibe with the set and talk to the crowd and reach out and set my songs to hit a certain way. So I was able to really like take take control over the performance and it went amazing. So that was that was probably the highlight of my performance like career right there. And that was like two months ago, maybe two, <laughs> two or three months ago. Right. So how would you describe the most challenging moments for your music? Uh, one of the major challenges, which, you know, with everybody who's really trying to do it is financial. Um, you really want to like you, if you want to do this right, you, it took me years like I'm almost 30. And so like it took me like a long time of taking it serious to get to a point where I can invest in myself and I can really do it. But I think the main one of the main things is definitely the, the financial aspect of it. Um, being able to make sure you have a good engineer, good producers, um, you're you're paying for your beats, you know that getting getting the legality the legalities of it were probably the first hardest steps that I had to take, like learning about copyrights, publishing, my masters, distribution, you know, and doing all that myself. So that was that was difficult. But now that I've kind of gotten the flow of it and released like some legit music. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of become muscle memory and you kind of get used to doing it every single time you drop a song, every single time you drop an album. It's a necessity. It's even more important than the song. So I think that was my biggest thing. You know, in many cases, you will hear a lot of artists talk about passion and inspiration and motivation, but not many of them have the confidence in it. How much does confidence play a role in music? 
I think that's that's the number one. I think that's the one of the most important parts of getting over the the stage fright. Yeah. Um, it's one of the most important parts with your writing until you're confident with yourself and your pen and your lyricism. You know your music is going to come out a certain way, but um, self. But it's all about how you portray that, and I think that's where the self confidence comes in. Like you know, if somebody's performing and they mess up. You don't know they mess up unless they stop and break down. But if they just keep, they keep their confidence going and they push through it, you never tell simply because of their confidence. So I think that the more confident you are as an artist, as a songwriter, the more you you master your craft. I think that's what gives you the confidence. When I felt that I got to a certain point with my writing and I got comfortable enough with my voice to the point where I feel like I semi-mastered it, it made my confidence go up. So, and that in turn changed how my music came out. It changed my performance and how I, you know, have things like interviews with people, you know, cause it wasn't, you know, it wasn't always, I was, I was camera shy and stuff like that. So confidence completely gets rid of all of these things over due time. Right. So can you share with me an example of how, or when you've helped someone hit a, a musician someone a colleague or anyone go ahead um oftentimes like when i do my shows like i sit down and out to like people will come up and talk and we'll we'll have like little philosophical conversations about certain things or they'll ask me certain stuff and i'm just super open to it like i'm a very available person i make sure to make myself like extremely available to 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 working with other people i don't charge for features um i don't um I, I buy i purchase all my beats like i don't ask for anything from free for for any artists any engineers any producers i make sure to support their grinds and support their hustles like they support mine yeah um i'm actually in the middle of working with a record label up here in ladson um ladson south carolina which is very close to charleston south carolina yeah. and it's called atlas star records and um they're going to be doing charity events um, over the next couple months and they have a lot of stuff they have going on and they they involved me in it so i'm gonna be working hand in hand with them to do several different charities in reference to um animal animal protection laws and maybe some things involving the black lives matter movement over the next couple months and um we're, we're gonna we're going for it we're just diving into it uh straight straight cut to the gut and we're trying to cut, touch as many people as we possibly can and get as many different people involved and donating so that we can really you know make some make some noise on this side so i try to be involved with anything that i possibly can be like i'm, I'm fairly like i work too i have a regular like a regular job as well so i just try to make sure that i don't spread myself too thin but i also make sure that I'm giving the same love that the people give me, you know, so that's my that's my main thing. All right. Thank you, Hindigo. Before I let you go, please, where can we find you on social platform? Possibly places we could purchase your music. All right. Well, um, you can find all my music on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Amazon. Like I'm on every single platform. I'm on YouTube. Um, actually, I can on the United on the um masterclass radio page i can leave a link a master link to my platforms of music and it has my albums it has my soundcloud everywhere my music is 
Um, I'm actually doing a thing now where I've purchased, bought, and created my own uh, physical copies of my CDs. Wow. So I can I can mail them wherever, all over, pretty much all over the world. And I'm taking the shipping costs because I just want people to have the music. So if you would like a CD, all you have to do is contact me. They're five dollars a piece, and I'm able to send them wherever. So I'm trying to do something where I have a physical contact with people. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, you can follow me on Instagram at Big Gold, and that's B I G. G-X-L-D and you can follow me on Facebook at Indie Gold which is I-N-D-I-G-X-L-D and I have all my music information on those pages right so TikTok is trending right now are you planning on joining that and getting your music on TikTok <laughs> see man I, I don't know man I, I, I'm too I don't really stick to the trends too much man and TikTok like I feel like I'm too boring for TikTok <laughs> TikTok, they do all the dancing and all the. It's fun. It's cool. I might, I might get one one day because I like to talk and be funny. How about great but, with uh, you right I there. might get one and play with it for the people. Listen, you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> you were speaking right from our heart as well. I don't even. I can't. I can't even keep up with that. All those social media. It's too much for me. <laughs> all right. So, Hindigo, what words would you be leaving for our listeners and your fans out there today? Um, first off, I want to thank you, Stephen, for having me on the show. Um, it's been great to, to be in y'all's rotation. And um, if I can say anything, it's keep your head up. If you don't know me personally, whatever you're going through in your life, I know there's a lot going on in the world right now as far as race, police, anything that's going on in this world. Keep your head up and continue to give love and 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 spread energy to as positive energy to as many people places and things that you possibly can so that we can you know get out of this you know rut that we we're in emotionally and psychologically so just y'all keep loving keep listening to music and i'm, I'm highly available so hit me up if y'all need to all right so at this point i want to say thank you to indigold for taking the time to come on the spotlight today and taking as much questions as quick as possible thank you so much right here to all our listeners as many of you that took the time to send in your comments and questions thank you all once again i'm steven Bobby, and this is the spotlight on 85.5 masterclass radio remember social distance is still in effect stay safe out there bye for now and have a great night as we sit on the moon and talk about stars reach out they are not that far come close let me feel your scars babe as we sit on the moon and talk about stars reach out they are not that far come close let me feel your scars babe we connect through pain Among so many shared emotions You are not insane Different both, same oceans The weather forces, waves that toss and turn That locomotive, stay in motion Try to connect